Hey guys, welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast here. Your host, Brian, going solo today. Welcome in, guys. Um, I want to apologize. I did not get an episode out yesterday, but, you know, that's just all right sometimes. You know, I didn't feel I didn't feel really up to it last night, and, and um, we had some plans with the family, and we, we were able to sit down and watch Hocus Pocus 2 and have a little movie night with the family. And I just wasn't feeling it. So I'd rather jump on here when I'm feeling it and can give you a better product than just coming on here and being exhausted and sounding monotone and all that jazz. So I'm throwing an episode out today. I do apologize. But we're going to discuss, obviously, the elephant in the room, the Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa, how you say his last name. I butcher his last name all the time. Talk about the Tua situation and what's going on in Miami. Uh, we're going to discuss the top top games of coming up week four. We're going to look at the NCAA schedule and any headlines that we need to cover right here and right now, right after this, guys. All right, guys, welcome in, welcome in, and and I hope you guys have had a fantastic week. We're headed, this is Saturday, we're in the weekend, it is time to um, do the things that we know we need to do around the house, I gotta mow the lawn later, I, I've been in a real, I've been in a cooking mood lately, and um, I, I tried some hot pretzels earlier, they did not turn out very well, won't make those again, we, I'm gonna cook some Rice Krispies later on, um, just I get in a cooking mood. I want to try different things and try things I've never done before, or made before. So um, it's always a good time around the house when that happens, and we get some good food. But I um, I want to jump on here and talk about different things. We're going to talk about the Tua situation. This is episode one fifty seven, and I called it the Tua edition. We're going to talk about that as our main subject. We'll give you the top games of week four and some NCAA, but I hope you guys are having a fan, had a fantastic week and are able to enjoy yourself this weekend. So as we all know, Tua played 
against the Bills last week and went out where they had – well, this is where it gets iffy. Went out with an injury after smacking his head on the turf. He got up woozy, fell over a couple times. They pulled him off right before halftime. And Tua came out in the second half. We all were surprised. We thought it was a concussion, clearly a concussion, clearly a head injury. They claim it was a back injury and a neck injury and had nothing to do with the concussion. Says he did pass the concussion protocols. Um, but anybody that watches that video, anybody that watched that game and, and watched it, if you haven't watched it, go look it up, can clearly tell you that's a head injury. It's not a back injury. That's a head injury. My buddy Eric, um, his wife is a doctor. Clearly, she watched the clip and said that is clearly a head injury, not a back injury. We're not buying it. I don't know if uh, Miami was dumb enough to to think that we would buy it, but I'm not buying it, and neither should you. This is a just a dumb situation they put themselves in. You you you. If he sits out um, that game, then we're probably not having this discussion. But. They bring him back in. He plays the third and fourth quarter. They lose the game. Um, or actually, sorry, they win the game against the Bills. And then Thursday night, short rest, four games, or four days, they go and play Cincinnati. And again, before the, before the half is over, Tua gets slammed down on the ground, head lands on his head, hits his head really hard on the, on the, on the turf, and was a scary scene. Scary scene, hits his head, his arms and fingers lock up in a weird spot. He is motionless on the ground, can't feel his extremities, has to get carted off the field. A very scary scene. Uh, people turn off. Some people turn off the game. They couldn't watch it. That's how bad this looked. And the Miami Dolphins should be ashamed of themselves. Okay. The team, the head coach, and the training staff, medical staff, is supposed to protect their players. When a player gets hurt, he is going to say, he's fine, I will play. Most players, they got that competitive edge, that competitive advantage. They want to be on the field, especially a quarterback. They know without them, they're pretty much going to lose the game. Okay, But you as a head coach, you as a training staff, a medical staff, have to protect the players. That's your job is to protect your players. If they sit out to a Tua in, 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 in that Bills game, and then he plays Thursday night, I don't think we're talking about this. I don't think this is a story. But because they decided to put their play over their quarterback and his health and safety, now we have a big issue. And the NFL does not play around with health and safety they do not they've come a long way of trying to make the game of football a very physical sport more safe they've they brought in harder penalties on hitting quarterbacks where you can and cannot hit a quarterback on protecting players leading with your helmets um we see that all the time in college football targeting they will eject the player out of the game right there and then if there's a targeting penalty they try to make it safer with wearing different helmets and 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 all sorts of different things that they can wear. But, you know, the technology that they have nowadays is a lot better than it was back then. But Thursday night, 
the NFL took two steps back in the health and safety issue with, with the concussions. And that's just a fact. Miami, Miami, first-time head coach, made errors that could potentially cause to attack of Alua some health issues. Down the road especially, he, he got released from the hospital, flew home with his teammates that night. But what a terrible look it is for this organization with a brand new head coach um, to not pull this guy aside and say, it's just not worth it. We will find a different way to, to play until you're healthy 100%. I don't care if the player's upset. I don't care if the player's pissed off. There was rumors that Tua Tagovailoa was mad when they were talking about his con- about a concussion. He said, it's not, my con- it's not a concussion. It's my back and neck. And when he went off the field, the head coach thought concussion – but the medical staff said it's not a concussion, it's back and neck, and they sent him back out there. But go watch the video. It's definitely not a back and, 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 and neck injury. And you tell me what back and neck injury is so bad that he can't physically walk. That he's able to turn around and come out there and play in the third and fourth quarter. If I, I I've never seen a back situation where I can't where I'm physically dizzy and can't walk. Okay, I've never felt it. Um, I know people have, you know, unless you've got a broken back. But what back injury is so bad that he can't even that he stands up and falls down and dizzy and disoriented that he can just go in the locker room and come out and play in the third and fourth quarter and most of half the Bills game. This doesn't add up to me. That excuse doesn't add up to me. If the, the NFL is investigating the Miami Dolphins for that game, and if they find out that they um, took shortcuts and broke the safety protocol, especially with head injuries and concussions, there will be a hefty fine. There will be um, loss of draft picks. They might ask to be – they might – Miami might need to fire somebody, okay? That's how serious this is and what a bad look it was for the NFL, and for the Miami Dolphins. To pitch your player safety, of the pit winning above your player safety is absolutely asinine and must never happen in the NFL, and it happened in Miami. And they are going to pay for it because I guarantee the NFL will come out and find something. Um, Miami says they tested him um, for having a concussion every day this week. They say he was fine. Now, there's no... They don't. They just test the symptoms, right? They're, they just test the symptoms. It's not an actual test where they. It's just to do you have the symptoms of a concussion, and they take that very serious in the NFL. And Miami medical staff missed it. And I don't know if this is. Do we blame the head coach here? If I'm a head coach, he goes off the field. I got more things to worry about. I'm worried about my team. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. That is the medical job's duty to make sure he's okay. And if they say, hey, coach, he's cleared to go back in, we're good to go, is it really the head coach's fault? I don't know if I can pinpoint the blame on him. Um, First-time head coach, medical staff says he's clear to go. I think, honestly, the Miami Dolphins need to fire their medical staff or fire their, their person that's in charge of their medical staff because that was a gross – Horrible look for the NFL. And this never happened. 
It's your job to protect these guys. Bottom line, and you've failed. We've seen, we've seen the CTE effects. We've seen Aaron Hernandez documentary talking about him going crazy because he had some CTE. Junior Seau killed himself because of CTE. CTE is a very serious thing. And to attack of Alua, having back-to-back head injuries in a four-day span is not very good. Obviously. Stating the obvious. But if this later on down the road, we, we start seeing some effects of that from Tua. You just got to wonder the mishap and the, and not handling it the way Miami should have put put could have caused it, most definitely. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm interested to see when the NFL comes out with a report after they do the investigation, what went on and what is going to happen because Miami's looking really bad. They've got to be wondering what the NFL is going to say. And they're sticking by their back injury. And they, of course, they can't come out and lie about it now. They can't come out and change their mind and say, nah, it really was a head injury. We screwed up. And that's not it. And I don't think the head coach, first time head coach there, would ever do anything to intentionally put his players at risk. But somebody in the medical staff got it wrong, and somebody needs to lose their job. The bottom line, you cannot have that happen. And everyone, it played out for everyone to see. You may not have seen it in the in the Bills game because it wasn't the the main game of the week and it wasn't on you know national television. But this was on national television, Amazon Prime. And everyone saw it. Everyone saw it. Oh, sorry, I had to sneeze. What a terrible look. Miami's got to do better. The NFL's got to do better. Now, this is a, um, this is a kind of a anomaly, right? This is not something that happens all the time. Miami just did not know how to handle it, and I don't know how they don't know how to handle it. The medical staff is just not up to par i guess but that's a terrible look and i feel bad for tua he's feeling better we'll see if he plays this next coming week he should have not even been on the field thursday night he should have not even been on the field after the buffalo hit in the, uh, right before halftime um but but he was and it's a gross it's a gross just mishandling of the situation for miami that's my thoughts and takes on the Tua situation. I know a lot of people are are, are mad about it, and um, you, you you like to see the 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 camaraderie of the NFL players reaching out um, to Tua and making sure he's okay. But uh, what a what a horrible look for the NFL and the Miami Dolphins. And you've got to be wondering to yourself uh, what's going to happen now. Hopefully, Tua is all right. And we'll go from here and, and see what happens. Um, let's jump into the top games of week four. And I'm looking at the schedule now. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm, you got Sunday night football. You got the Chiefs versus the Buccaneers. And this is going to be a pretty good game. Um, hopefully, Tampa Bay gets the starters back. They played Green Bay last week. They almost won the game. Green Bay was able to hold on barely, but um, Kansas City is a powerhouse. And I believe, 
for some reason, Mike, there it is. Okay, Cleve, the, you know, um, I picked the Chiefs to win this game. I, I, I just think there's something missing from Tampa Bay this year. Their players, for one. Um, their offense has struggled even with their players healthy. This defense looks good, but it's, you know, um, this defense is going to win them. And that's what won the championship the first time. It was their defense. It wasn't their all-powering Tom Brady's offense. It was the defense. Um, they're going to have to live through the defense and get some guys back that Brady trusts. They, they put up a couple fumbles last week that, that Green Bay recovered, and that's never going to help help your team. So, But I got Kansas City going into Tampa and winning this game. It should be a really interesting one. Um, you have Jacksonville and Eagles. Eagles playing really, really good right now. Jacksonville's playing really well as well, leading that division. And this is two division winners right now going at it. See if Trevor Lawrence can come out here and play good and, and continue. He's had a little bit of a step this year. We're waiting for that step to happen and see him get better. After losing uh, their Urban Meyer disaster train that happened last year, Doug Peterson going there was a perfect, perfect pickup for them at being a quarterback coach. I think Doug Peterson's got him in a comfortable system that he's learning. And I think that Jacksonville is a lot better than people think they are. Eagles have been playing really well. They score, they'll score 24 points a game and their defense will shut it down. Trevor Lawrence will be in the rest next, next week uh, or this week because they're able to get to the quarterback. So it's all going to depend on that rushing attack for Jacksonville, I think. But I think Hurts and them get this victory, and I think they um, are going to go 4-0. and I really like the Eagles and what they're doing. They've got Jalen Hurts. I don't trust Jalen Hurts all that much, but they got him in a system that he can do, that he can work with, he can play with, the pickups over the offseason to help out on this offensive side of the ball. The defense is getting to the quarterback and applying pressure. And when you have both of those, you have your offense strolling really good and you've got defensive pressure on the quarterback, you're, you're going to win a lot of games. And they're doing a good job there and um, possibly could be coach of the year there for the Eagles. Um, I have the Eagles winning that game. You've got the Broncos going to the Raiders divisional game. We said this division was going to be hard, hard fought games. This should be a hard fought game, except, you know, you got a you got the panicking Bronco fans, and you've got the season already over Raiders. Let's see if they can get their first victory. Not a good look for Josh McDaniels. Not a good look for this team. Not using Devontae Adams. They've got all the talent in the world. They just can't put it together. And you've got Russell Wilson, who over over there can't cook worth nothing right now in Denver. And the, if I'm the Denver Bronco fans, from what I've seen so far, I am sounding that panic alarm. And we talked about the Cowboys panic alarm um, when Dak went down. And I said it was about a, a 11 out of 10. Well, that panic alarm has come back down to about a two. And the Cowboys look good. Broncos panic alarm should be a 15 out of 10. This is something to panic about. Your head coach does not look like he knows what he's doing whatsoever. He can't manage a clock to save his life. Your quarterback that you just paid a lot of money looks like um, not the elite quarterback but last year's quarterback who could not throw the ball very well. He cannot move out of the pocket very well. He is not looking good uh, one bit, and the Denver Broncos are barely beating bad teams and losing to Seattle, who's a very, who's a bad team. I am worried for Denver, and I would sound the alarms there. But that one should, should be a decent game. Um, and then you've got 
Baltimore and Buffalo. This one's going to be good. Baltimore, you got uh, Lamar Jackson's looking like the, the front runner so far for the MVP, betting on himself, going up against Buffalo. Buffalo just came off a loss to Miami, and this Miami game, that Buffalo won all the stats except the scoreboard at the end of it. Buffalo should have won that game. They just lost it and couldn't couldn't pull it out. I think I think Buffalo wins this game. You get back on the Josh Allen revenge tour. I just don't think that Baltimore's offense is going to be able to keep up with the firepower that, that Buffalo has. So um, Baltimore's defense is pretty good. Um, I just think I just think Buffalo's on a different level this season. So those are my top games of the week. Um, I don't think I missed any other ones. Let's see if we have any headlines here for you. See if we have any headlines of the week. Um, Michael Gallup is supposed to make his return this this week. That's good for the Dallas Cowboys to get the offensive uh, weapons back, and, and their tight end is expected to play as well. So that's good for the Dallas Cowboys. Mac Jones is ruled out against the Packers. Um, that's good news for me as being a Packers fan, obviously. Brian Hoyer will start. Um, to attack of Alua, undergoing test in Miami. No timetable for Dolphins quarterback return to the field. That's good news. And we have um, Wilson making his first appearance of the, of the season So with the Jets this week. That ought to be interesting to see. Looking to hope that he can make a different step up this season. And Miles Garrett questionable after Sunday after his car crash. And I can't feel too bad for him because he got violated. Um, he got a violation ticket for um, being reckless, driving reckless. If you go look at his history, he's got like six tickets, I believe, of driving over 100-plus miles per hour. He was driving a 65 and a 45, making terrible decisions. And he's lucky to walk out of that car alive without serious injury as well so uh, i don't feel too bad for him there but um those are your top five or top top games of the week your 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 nfl headlines let's look over to the college football let's look at their schedule today we've got some interesting games uh, we do have a tailgate today i won't be able to go to it oklahoma playing tcu I, I think oklahoma gets that victory tcu looks decent this year but i just don't think that they are able to be able to pull this one out. Oklahoma's 18th ranked. We'll see. It might be a pretty good game. It starts here at I think 11 a.m. So um, we'll see there. Uh, it's our, our our work has a tailgate there, but it's going to be fun out there for them. I'm not going to it this time, but Kentucky plays at 11 a.m. Number seven versus 14. Ole Miss ought to be a decent game as well. Um, and then let's look down this board here. Number nine, Oklahoma State playing number 16, Baylor. Let's see if Baylor can upset them. Baylor started off high, highly ranked. They are falling off um, as of late. They didn't look oppressive against BYU. They lost to BYU a couple weeks ago. So we'll see if they can upset number nine, Oklahoma State. But number nine, Oklahoma State is jumping up the board here um, as they started off low ranked in the in the beginning of the season. So they're looking good at both. Uh, they're, uh, they're three and oh. We got Wake Forest versus Florida State. 22 and 23 ought to be good. Texas A&M travels to Mississippi State. Um, they should win that one easily. You got Clemson tonight playing number five, playing North Carolina State at number 10. Ought to be a good game. Clemson will win that one more than likely, and we'll go from there. Um, 
BYU beat Utah State 38-26 earlier, and UCLA upset number 15 Washington 40-32. to That was a really good game if you guys got to see that one. But go watch those college football games today. I'm going to have it on the background when I'm doing some, some things here. Um, MLB is getting close to the playoffs, baby. It is October 1st today. Welcome into October. It's a beautiful month. One of my favorite months of the year, October, November. Very great years. Um, Aaron Judge is looking for number 62. Got all that going on here, and he should be able to get it as they come to they come to they're playing the Orioles today and they're coming to Texas next week to end out the season but the the the, the series everyone's talking about is the Mets and Braves. They play each other right now and every game is crucial because they're tied in the standings to take over the East. So hopefully the Braves will get that job done. I really like this team. I like what they did last season in winning um but the Mets the Mets are finally here, and they finally look like they're going to the playoffs, and let's see what happens. The Dodgers are insane, 109. They run 109 games and just blowing it out of the water. Houston's at 102, um, and Seattle clinched the other night on a walk-off home run to end their playoff drought of 21 years. Insane. Awesome story for them this season as they look to get better, and my Rangers are 66-90. and 90. Just pathetic. Um, I think that's going to be it. I really didn't make a rundown for the show. Kind of right to self at this point because of the football season and everything else that's in. Um, let's see. Let's see. I don't got anything else, I don't think. But that's okay. Short episode's fine. The kids are in the living room by themselves. So I kind of need to go anyways. Saturdays are hard for me to do, but, um, my, my, my locker this week is just busy at work. Um, had a long, kind of a long day yesterday. Should have gone better than it did. And I was just kind of down about that, but had Wingstop yesterday. Fantastic. Love Wingstop. We switched over to Verizon. Wonderful. Thank gosh. T-Mobile is garbage. And we couldn't even send texts or calls in the house. Um, it's just bad. So we went to the Verizon, and everything's everything's great. I got this the Z Ultra Four. It's the phone that that unfolds, and it is wonderful. It is a wonderful phone. I really like it. Um, so far, so good. I, I'm trying to get a case from Amazon, but they have. I'm really upset with Amazon because the last two things I've ordered have been delayed and not showed up and just kind of a pain in the butt. But this phone is amazing. If you like the full phones, I can do a lot of different things on it. I love it so far, and I've had no no issues with it whatsoever. Um, but it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic phone. Um, we just switched over to Verizon, like I said. And we have a date night tonight. Yes, date night is on tonight. I am excited. We haven't gone on a date in um we haven't gone on a date in about three months, so it's well overdue. Very important, guys. 
to date your wife. I could give you plenty of marriage advice. I, 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 could, do, I could do a podcast on just life advice, and um, I need to do that. And I need to be better at podcast or TikToking um, as well. But marital advice, I could give you if you if you need some, just let me know. Uh, I'm not saying I'm great at it, but I'm pr- I'm pretty good in relationship with my wife. We're going on a date tonight. I'm gonna take her out to VB's Burger Shack. She's been I tried it a little while back. It's really really good off Western Center and Beach Street there in Fort Worth, Texas. And then we're going to go see the scary movie Smile. We really, you know, get into the Halloween, October um, mood, I guess. So we're going to go see that. We watched Hocus Pocus 2 last night with the kiddos. It was okay. You know, the first one's always better, you know, in most most things that are, that are remakes or, or, or second ones are made. And... um. Is okay. It wasn't bad. The storyline was pretty good. It's it's not bad. Not terrible. If you if you if you like the first one, go watch it. It's a, I think it's a good second one. Um, the first one's really good and funny. But um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, I mean, I'm getting into audio books. I'm not a guy that can read a book and um bring it up in my head and, and you know make the imagery and make it come alive. I, I'm not that, I just can't do that. I, I, I'd rather watch a movie than read a book. Um, so I've been doing audio books and I'm better at, better at listening to things and, 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 and um, paying attention better that way. Uh, when I read, um, if I'm reading my scriptures or whatever, um, I, I'll, I'll play it and have it audio going. So, but I just understand it better that way as well. But, I'm um, listening to Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, and it's pretty interesting. To listen right now to that, and um, it's just kind of about his life, and he, he's lived a pretty interesting life. But he, right now, he's going through his becoming an actor part of it, and it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, I think that's all I got for you guys. That that's all I got. A shorter episode on a Saturday. I got a lot of things to go do. I got to go mow the lawn now and get the taken care of. Um, check out my new electric. I bought a Ryobi electrical lawnmower and weed eater. Check that out and see how that goes the first time using that. So guys, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I promise to be bit beyond TikTok more with some more stuff and, and more, more, um, content coming out. We thank you for all the viewers that listen and watching the show. I'm grateful for you guys and continue to do so. Please share it around. If you'd like, we're on every podcast platform, social media platform, and we stream live to YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. God bless you guys, and remember to keep it outspoken.